Welcome to the Genomic Revolutions Podcast. This is Mit Patel and... This is Andrew Pemberton. From the 2020 Hiram College Genetics course, hosting this episode on an orthopox virus known as the variola virus. This virus causes a disease that many of our parents or grandparents may have gotten when they were younger, but rather for us millennials, we are vaccinated for it. The variola virus, or VARV, causes the disease smallpox. However, there are some mysteries as to how it originated. According to Igor Babkin, an author of The Origin of the Variola, the descriptions of smallpox can be seen in ancient literature books from India, which were written in the 6th or even 15th century BC. Historical evidence shows that smallpox has been seen in many countries, including India, China, Egypt, and even parts of Europe. The variola virus has been proven to be only transmitted between sensitive people, but it does not show any signs of affecting an animal. Therefore, as a result, the majority of the sensitive people will have two outcomes, either be be immune or die, which will cause the virus to eventually fade out. Many researchers have come to conclude that animal domestication, land farming, and large human settlements about 6,000 to 10,000 years ago truly caused the emergence of smallpox. Now you listeners may be wondering why I should care about a disease we have already vaccinated for. But truly understanding the history and information on how the resolution was found gives the idea of how important the virus is. When smallpox was around, it was certainly a devastating disease. On average, out of 10 people, about 3 of them would die. And due to this, control efforts started to be implemented. One of the first methods was the use of variolation. Variolation, named after the variola virus, was first used in Asia where a small dried smallpox scab was blown into the nose of an individual. This individual would then contract the disease, but a milder milder form. At the end, the individual would be immune to smallpox. Due to this, only about 1-2% to died rather than 30%. By 1700, variolation had spread to India, Africa, and the Ottoman Empire. Europeans and Americans tended to variolate by puncturing the skin. On the other hand comes the factual information. So the variola virus is a double-stranded DNA with a length of approximately 186,102 base pairs. About 102 kilo base pairs is compromised for a central conserved domain which encodes for multiple different proteins. The virus encodes for about 200 proteins altogether, all having different functions. About 80 of those encoded proteins are located in the terminal region of the genome, where proteins related to host immune invasion are encoded. The variola virus belongs to the genus of orthopox virus and is in the family of pox virus. Research done by Mackett and Archard performed DNA sequencing of several organisms from the genus of orthopox virus. Using restriction endonuclease, they analyzed the genome structure of several viruses and discovered that there is a central conserved region in orthopox virus organisms. It was determined that these highly conserved regions are important to vital function of the virus, including DNA replication and repair, transcription, and such, and such on. The sequence DNA also showed variation of the terminus end. This variation is how the orthopox virus varies and is how monkeypox virus infects monkeys and why variola virus is specific to humans. 
Genome sequencing of the variola virus and closely related virus has revealed which regions of the DNA determine function of the orthopox virus, including the variola virus. And another area where the genome sequence of variola virus has been used is to create a phylogenetic tree, or a tree that shows evolutionary relationships among different organisms. But in our case, we're talking about viruses. In a paper published by Smithson and other authors, their, group, their core group members used one of the first sequenced ancient variola virus genomes. With this, they removed sequencing tags and conducted manual gap-spanning reads. This new assembly was used along with other orthopox virus genomes like camelpox and tetrapox to determine the last common ancestor of the virus. Their analysis of these different genomes, including the variola virus, led them to conclude that single nucleotide polymorphisms and amino acid changes in the vaccina virus ortholog associated to the varv host specificity and virulence. Furthermore, it was found that these traits were introduced prior to the rise of recent pox viruses. An interesting fact from the, this paper is that when comparing the ancient and modern VARV genome sequences, there is measurable drift in adenine and thymine richness. A large worry of many is the reemergence of the smallpox virus. In a paper by these and others, they exhumed bodies from an elite burial dating back to the 1730s to 1740s. Due to the burial time being in the winter and the lack of trauma, the authors hypothesized that they died because of a pathogen. At first, they thought it might have been a bacterial pathogen, but when they could not find any evidence, they searched for a virus. After some searching, they were able to identify some DNA fragments that were from the pox virus family. Since they were humans, it was smallpox. The worry of reemergence prompts researchers to sequence all variations of the variola virus, even ancient variations, in order to have the best possible chance to combat the variola virus if it were ever to mutate and evolve to infect people again. We would like to thank you all for listening, and we would also like to thank Professor Goodner for allowing us to join Genomics Revolution. We hope that you got a great understanding about the variola virus. Thank you.